Good morning, everybody. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to this hour of an Ask the Experts weekend. I will be your host. I am Dr. Natalie Yaley, board-certified doctor of chiropractic, clinical thermography technician, and physician certified by the American Academy of Thermology for Interpretation. This is Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living, and we are here every weekend from 11 to noon, every Saturday, I should say, on an Ask the Experts day, and uh, we really love this platform that we have to share our insights and and all the information that we have to give you guys on current health topics, um, whether they're light or they're heavy, whether we're talking about COVID or cancer patients or just healthy eating in general. We love just sharing our knowledge. And I always say in my shows, if you can leave the program at the end, knowing one thing that you didn't know before then I've done my job. Uh, we get a lot of patients that come to the clinic who are big fans of the show. And so, again, I appreciate all of you listeners out there. Uh, this show has been on air for over 30 years, probably maybe even close to over 40 years. And um, it's just been a success. And we have uh, great patients and great listeners. And we really appreciate all your feedback and um, all of you fans out there. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in. If you miss any of the shows or if you'd like to share them, you can find them on our website at www.take2healthcare.com. That's with the number two. And uh, also they are recorded and put on WHIO's website as well. The Take-Two Healthcare Clinic is located here in Dayton on Far Hills Avenue, and um, our hours are listed on the on the website or on Google, and our phone number at the clinic is 937-433-3241. So if you like what you hear and you want to come in and get tested and, and do some blood work or get a chiropractic adjustment or a thermography or, or acupuncture... We do it all. So again, our phone number is 433-3241, and our website is take2healthcare.com. Under the About section on the website, we have a lot of information about the clinic. There's recipes, case studies. um, There's information about all the doctors there. So it's a very uh, informative website, if you will, uh, with lots of information. There's also a search bar at the top. So if you have a question about a specific topic, I guarantee we have a newsletter on it. And our newsletters are quick, straight to the point, and pretty much gives you recommendations as far as nutrients and or supplements that can fix the uh, potential problem you're having. So you can look things up on our website that way as well. Um, all right, so I'm going to keep this program today very light. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it's been a heat wave these last few days. So today and tomorrow are going to be beautiful just in time for Father's Day. Um, It's always beautiful on Father's Day. (laughs) Mother's Day is hit and miss, but that's okay because we know how to handle those things. Um, Anyway, so happy Father's Day weekend to all of you fathers out there. Um, I uh, just want to give a shout out to my husband, Mark, who has been nothing but helpful for me uh, with the kids. We have three kids, seven five and four, and they are a handful. And obviously, as all working moms know, even stay-at-home moms, it's a lot of work to handle everything, and it does take a village. And so I do appreciate him, and I'm sure there are lots of fathers out there who deserve the same appreciation. So thank you again, and I love you, and I wouldn't be here without you. Um, So anyways, today I want to talk a little bit about a, a very popular topic that is circulating on the news these days, and it's about inflation. 
whether it's gas, groceries, you name it. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how to stay healthy and how to eat healthy while being on a budget or saving in cost. And a lot of uh, increase in cost are in the in with the meats and the proteins. And although the cost of steak or and or chicken or or fish may may be going up, there are other sources of proteins that you can fill up on and get a lot of energy from. Um, one of these is eggs. Eggs are I don't. If the cost of the eggs went up a little bit, it's not much, and they're still inexpensive. Obviously, we do recommend organic, free-range chicken eggs, and you can buy those anywhere. Um, To be honest with you, Walmart these days is carrying a lot of decent products. Costco, Sam's, Trader Joe's, um, Kroger's, Myers, a lot of places out there now carry these organic products that a lot of people and a lot of a lot of the trends are going for. So eggs are a great source of protein. You can have them for breakfast every day. You can have two to three eggs a day. It's not going to affect your cholesterol. You can um, hard boil them. You can scramble them. You can make an omelet with vegetables. You can add them to your tuna salad, add them to your regular like salad at lunch or dinner. Eggs are a great source of protein. Um, Very good for you. Uh, Very inexpensive to buy. You can cook them however you want. And don't be afraid to eat the yolk either because that's where all your B vitamins are. Uh, We test for protein in the blood uh, to, to make sure that our patients have optimal protein status. But we are a huge fan of eggs. In fact, it's on every single one of our sample menu plans. So Stock up on eggs. You can have them every day. It's a quick source of protein, and they can be filling, and it can feed the whole family. All right. Another good source of protein uh, besides meat products are beans. Uh, Beans contain a lot of fiber. They're very filling. Um, If you aren't the type to or you don't have the time to you know buy the beans in the bag and want to soak them overnight and all that stuff, you can buy them in the can. Rinse them off, okay? Put them in a strainer, rinse them off. Um, make sure that uh, you, you get rid of all the juice because if the cans are not lined, they are aluminum. So rinse them off. They'll be fine. Um, if you're doing baked baked beans, um, try to rinse them off as well. They can be pretty high in sugar. Now, when we buy beans, we buy either low salt or no salt. You would be surprised how much salt that they put in the canned beans. So rinse them off, try to get all that off. But yeah, you can add beans to a salad. You can make your salsa with, or add them to your salsa for the extra protein. Um, There's lots of things uh, and ways that you can use beans in your different recipes to give you the extra protein. Sometimes when we make soups, we add extra beans or we put peas in there or something like that to add the extra protein. So beans are an inexpensive uh, protein source that you can start buying more of if you're trying to save on on groceries and, and you're looking for uh, the good proteins. They can, they can feed the whole family as well. Uh, great for like a Mexican taco night too. Um, all right. If you are a fan of meat like myself... Um, another way to save money is to buy the whole chicken or to buy a whole turkey like you do on Thanksgiving. Cook the whole thing. (laughs) And then you have all that meat for the whole week. Um, You can do a lot with chicken and turkey. You can make soups with it. You can make casseroles with it. Um, You can make chicken salad. 
uh, I mean, you name it. Uh, the options are endless with, with chicken and turkey, really. And uh, you, although it might be more expensive to buy the whole chicken or turkey, you can... Um, if, if you divide it in cost by pound, it's less expensive. Uh, so if you have a larger family, uh, it's definitely something that I would promote uh, during these times. And although it's like a hot meal, it probably doesn't sound good on a hot day. But, you know, cut it up, shred it up, make chicken salad, throw it in your omelet, you know, do whatever you like to do with it. But it, it can help you save money if you buy the whole the whole thing. <laughs> um, and then if you are a fan of fish... If you obviously buy fresh fish over the counter, it's really expensive, um, especially since we promote wild caught. If you go to the frozen section, you can get frozen wild caught fish, and you might even have more options there. And that's another way to save. Um, Fish is highly recommended to eat at least once or twice a week. Very high in omega-3 fatty acids. So those are the type of fatty acids that are good for your brain and your eyes and your hair and your skin. Um, Also, eating fish can help raise your HDL cholesterol. That's your heart-healthy cholesterol. Uh, But here again, we do recommend wild-caught fish um, because farm-raised fish is very, very toxic. Um, It's even okay to eat uh, wild-caught tuna or salmon out of the can. I mean, I'd rather at the end of the day see you get the protein in than to avoid it completely. Just don't do it every day and try to avoid the other sources of aluminum that you may be exposed to daily, like in your deodorant. So we're not going to be perfect. We're, we're going to eat out of cans sometimes, and that's okay. Rinse the product if you can. If not, just avoid other sources of aluminum. Now, when it comes to produce, such as your vegetables and your fruit, if you can't afford the organic or say they're even out of the organic or you don't have access to like a local market or like a family-owned market where they're homegrown, um, you can buy, and this is what I do, um, there's a product called Fit Organic Fruit Wash, and it's in the produce section. I get mine at Kroger. I You can get it online, too, but it's called Fit FIT organic fruit wash and it's basically organic alcohol denatured with organic lemon juice and what you do is you cut up your your vegetables or your fruit you put it in a bowl you use this fruit wash you spray the produce with it then you fill that bowl with water you let it soak like a minute or two and just come back to it rinse it off with fresh water and then there you go it rinses off all of the residue or the the chemicals that are on the product. And if you think about it in the grocery stores, people are touching the produce that you're buying. Not just you. You know, people are picking them up, inspecting them, making sure they want to buy it. If they don't like it, they put it back. That same product might be the one you put in your cart. So wash your vegetables. At the very least, rinse them with water. But I do recommend this fruit wash. It does not change the flavor of the produce that you're consuming. In fact, it makes it taste better. And I've done a little experiment with my kids and even my brother-in-law with strawberries. You wash the strawberries with this fruit wash and you taste the difference between washed and not washed. And there is a difference. I swear. I don't know if it's if it's a placebo effect. I don't know. But um, at least washing your produce is better than nothing if you're not buying the organic. And that's okay. Um, So hopefully those give you some ideas of some things you can buy. When it comes to family meals, soups are a big hit. Um, 
like I said, if you cook the chicken, you can make uh, like chicken tortilla soup, add the beans to it. The whole family will like that. A vegetable lasagna can go a long way. Um, and I'm going to go off on a tangent here. If you're a Seinfeld fan, vegetable lasagna was uh the nickname Elaine gave that passenger on the airplane. Anyways, that made me laugh. That's what I thought about when I talked about vegetable lasagna. Anyways, um, that's an easy recipe, right? You don't put the meat in there, but it still tastes really good. You load it with spinach, zucchini, uh, tomatoes, fresh peppers, onions, whatever you like. And you can use white sauce or red sauce. Obviously, white sauce is a little bit more fattening. But um, even if your kids don't like vegetables raw they'll probably do better when they're cooked and um, because they're easier to eat and they're kind of hidden with with some of the sauce and the cheese and stuff so those are some ideas for for some family meals uh hopefully that helps out just think just think bulk right and places to buy bulk such as sam's and costco um, are, are great to be using right now. You can save a lot of money if you buy your nuts there. And just the other day, I bought raw and unsalted cashews and almonds, and I got a big container for way less than what I would spend at Kroger's. So, uh, all right. So we do have to cut to a short break. I hope you don't tune away. I hope you're keeping your attention. We got a lot more stuff to go over. We're going to talk about uh, what to start right now with your children before they go back to school. I'm not rushing summer. I promise. I just want to tell you or give you some advice on what to start doing now so your children are healthy when they go back to school. And these are things that you can start now, too. All right. Don't tune away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley on Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley on this hour of Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. As a reminder, we are on air every Saturday from 11 to noon. And if you miss any of the shows, they are recorded and put on our website under the radio show archive um, and or on WHIO's website. Uh, before we get started back again with uh, some other things I want to go over, I do want to remind all of our current patients that we you have to the end of this month to put in your vitamin order to get 15% off your order and you can pick up your vitamins on July 8th. Um, If you're not a patient or unaware of the annual health fair that we do, or I'm sorry, biannual, we do it twice a year. Um, Our patients get 15% off any vitamin orders that they place and all of the the donations that we get go to a charity in in need. And this year we are contributing to uh, the charity called KIND. Uh, It stands for Kids in New Directions, and it's a local charity, and we're really happy to be a part of it, and uh, they are in need of school supplies. So even if you're not a part of uh, the health fair or you're you're in no need to get any supplements right now, feel free to drop off school supplies at our clinic uh, at 5777 Far Hills Avenue for these kids, and uh, you can do that before July 8th, which is when we'll be uh, driving over those donations. So, uh, all right, so... Earlier in the show, I was giving you some tips or some ideas of different proteins to be consuming and and ways to eat more vegetables if you can't buy organic um, during the inflation or while these costs are still high. Hopefully this doesn't last forever. If you can't afford 
or if you don't want to pay the amount for the steak that you were craving that day, there are other sources of, of proteins that you can fill up on, and, such as the beans, eggs. And I did mention to, to cook a whole chicken or turkey, and that would save you uh, some money as far as per pound cost. One thing I forgot to mention um, is, is about sweet potatoes. Uh, sweet potatoes are very filling. You can add them to soups. You can... Um, you can substitute them in the morning for your your hash browns or your or your potatoes that you might like. Uh, you can make sweet potato fries, uh, or you can just eat a sweet potato cooked and baked. Uh, but you, it, it's really filling, is what I'm trying to say. And you can add it to your other recipes that you have, and they're very high in vitamin C. They're much better for you than a white baked potato. Um, so that's another one that I forgot to mention there, and. One other thing I wanted to mention is to maybe invest in a vacuum sealer. They're not that expensive, but these vacuum sealers help you. Um, so when you buy in bulk, you can keep your meats. And, and even if you cook a large meal and you want to save it for later, this can keep the product safe to eat for up to two to three years versus 12 months, I think, is what some of, you know, if you put... Actually, six months. If you make a meal and put it in the freezer, it's only good for about six months. So two to three years. Invest in a vacuum sealer, especially if you have a large family and you're pre-cooking all these all these meals and you want to save some portions for later. It might be something good. And it also takes up less space in your freezer, too. Um, all right. So unfortunately, we do have to cut to a short break again. But don't tune away. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley on Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. We'll be right back. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to this hour of Take-Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on Ask the Experts weekend. I am your host for the rest of this hour. My name is Dr. Natalie Yaley, board-certified doctor of chiropractic and physician certified by the American Academy of Thermology for Interpretation. Um, In May, we just uh, had our biannual thermography sale where uh, the patients get 10% off their imaging. And if you're unaware of what thermography is, uh, we use it in our clinic mainly for breast cancer screening, but you can do a full body scan as well. And with breast imaging, what this entails is when when I do the interpretations, I'm looking for areas of heat I'm looking for vascular patterns in specific shapes, sizes, and locations, and we monitor these abnormal or asymmetrical areas over time to make sure that we're not seeing changes. And thermography can detect breast cancer 8 to 10 years before detected on a mammogram. And the reason being is because tumors can take that long to grow about the size of a dime, which is the detectable size of a tumor on a mammogram. Now, there are some variables with this, which means some patients have dense breast tissue. And what that means is, so density on an x-ray shows up white. So when these radiologists are looking at your mammogram and they see these areas of white, it could either be density or it could be a tumor. So that density can actually camouflage a tumor. And they will put whether or not you have 
density in the breast tissue, they will put that information on your mammography report. Now, what I'm coming across lately, or actually for many years, is most women don't know. And it's a very important factor to know because it does affect the reliability of your mammogram. Now, if you're unsure, you can look it up. Most people don't even know where to find the results of any testing that they've done. It is all documented with the hospital or the clinic that you did. You either just need to call them or if they have an online system where you can log in, like a MyChart with Kettering, you can log in and all of your test results are on there. And a lot of people don't even really bother to open it up and and look at it. And I couldn't tell you how many times I'm sitting there with a cancer patient, whether it's breast cancer or recently throat cancer, uh, kidney cancer, a lot of people don't know the specifics about their cancer and because they're not sat down a lot of times with their physicians and being explained these results. Instead, they're just being told, okay, the next step is you need to do a PET scan or the next step is you need to do a biopsy. Well, what was seen, what was not seen, all of this needs to be discussed. So if you're having any trouble interpreting or you can't get a hold of your doctor to help you interpret your results of any kind, we will be more than happy to help you. And I do it all the time. A lot of my breast cancer patients don't know if it was estrogen positive or not. That's important when it comes to testing and their blood. Um, So there's a lot of things to look at with these interpretations. And um, it's important for the patient to know where to find them. And uh, that way they can give copies or be able to tell their doctor exactly what the either either scenario is or what exactly the diagnosis is because it's very important for all of your physicians to be on the same page and and it's okay to admit that you don't know where to find these or or whatnot and like I said we'll be more than happy to help you out with some of those Um, but a lot of times it really does help me determine what type of testing needs to be done for these patients. And when I'm talking about testing, I'm talking about blood testing. So, you know, are we are we testing hormones? Are we testing cancer markers? Um, obviously, we always test a, uh, an advanced comprehensive panel because our advanced comprehensive panel is way more complete than what you're getting at a medical doctor's office. Uh, we typically run 54 markers in an advanced comprehensive panel compared to when you get uh, your annual physical done with your family physician or whatnot, they probably only test about 30. And a lot of these markers are very important to know and they could be being missed. Uh, In fact, this brings to mind one one of my patients and we were going over some previous blood work that she had done. And she came to the office just because she, she, she knew she was sick. She didn't feel good. Her appetite's not the best. And I had her read me off some blood tests. And uh, she started reading off some of her results. And one of them was called alkaline phosphatase or ALK-FOS. And she told me her number. I believe it was over 600. This should be like around 100. So hers was way too high. And, that, and I was like, wait, stop. This alkaline phosphatase you just mentioned, can you repeat that number for me? And she said it again. And I said, did anyone talk to you about this? And she said, no, not really. 
they just she, they referred her somewhere and she just didn't really know exactly what was going on now alkaline phosphatase is an inflammatory marker now in children it's typically high because they're growing but in adults if it's critically elevated it can indicate metastatic cancer to the bone and so this is what led me to direct what type of testing we needed to do for her obviously we did our cancer markers um and so on and so forth her her diagnosis is is severe but we're working on everything but what i'm trying to say is she wasn't described or she i'm um, not described she wasn't told her results she wasn't given her exact diag- she didn't even really know what was going on and if i hadn't asked her to read me off some of the testing that she had done cuz this was through a zoom call um i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have even known what that this patient has metastatic cancer now the origin of it is what's trying to be determined but at this stage i don't think it really matters and we're working on quality of life she's taking her vitamins uh, we're working on diet but we are being you know lenient a little bit because she likes to eat out with her friends and i want her to eat what she wants um at some time so Anyways, it's important to know your results and what they mean. And when we sit down with our patients, we sit down with them for an hour after the initial testing results come back, and we go over every single marker that was tested and what it means for you. Now, we are, our reference ranges are different than the medical reference ranges. So what that means is we're more strict. If something's trending the wrong direction, either too high or too low, we point it out to you. We tell you why, and we tell you what to do to fix it. Whether it's changing something in a diet or taking a nutrient or a vitamin supplement of some sort, we tell you what to do, how much to take, and when to take it. Wouldn't that be nice to know exactly what to do? But if you don't test properly and you're not giving your physician all of the information you have, then sometimes it's hard to know exactly what to test. And that's why for a lot of my patients, I'll usually at some point run a hormone panel and or a cancer profile on them just to be sure we're not missing anything because last year alone i think i caught four cancers renal cancer testicular cancer and two breast cancers and all these patients are alive right now which is great um but you know some of these these patients didn't even know like the testicular cancer patient we tested his hormones he came in because he just wanted to know where he was at we tested his hormones and one of the hormones, no, I'm sorry, we tested his cancer profile because, um, like I said, I like to see it as a baseline, make sure we're not missing anything. So we tested this and um, these cancer profiles, there's about, uh, depending either male or female, there's about six to seven different markers that are included with it. And these are tumor markers specific for breast, prostate, um, renal, liver, pancreatic, colorectal cancers, and these these markers come back as a number or a value. The closer to zero, the better. They're not genetic markers, but they'll come back as a number. We want to keep them low. So there was one of his markers that came back. It was called HCG. It stands for human chorionic gonadotrophin. It's a hormone typically elevated in females when they're pregnant. But in males, it can be elevated in testicular cancer or renal cancers. And this testicular cancer patient then went on and um, saw a urologist and because I referred him out. I'm not afraid to refer out. If the 
patient needs to be referred out, that's my due diligence to refer them to pro- for proper care if they want to go that route. Um, but I told them to get a second opinion, at least get a diagnosis, because blood work can give us the right direction, but it can't necessarily diagnose unless, uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> unless it's a different one like vitamin D deficiency. But anyways, so he saw his urologist and his urologist said, why did you have this this marker tested? I don't even know what what mine is. And when the patient told me that, I my response was, did you tell him that he should probably check it out? I mean, um, so anyways, it's good to know where you're at. Um, that way you can give all the information you need to the proper physician that's treating you. And if you don't know how, don't know your results, I swear they're at the clinic. You got your test done. <laughs> they don't just get rid of them. Well, maybe if it's been a long, long time. But anyways, if you have a my chart, it's all in there as well uh, with Kettering. I'm not sure if Miami Valley has one and what other hospitals do, but most hospitals have an online portal system where you can check your results. We even have our own. Um, So most of the results are being sent that way. Um, So anyways, just, just my recommendation is to get tested if you've never been tested. Know your results. Understand them. Go over them with us, and we'll get you on the right track. And like I said, typically it takes a while to go over every test that you get done. But initially, that's what the patient needs. And our reports, uh, they come included with paragraph summaries about all the markers. So if they forget about something that we talked about, they can always look it up, uh, which is great. I wish medical doctors uh, had that as well. And um, instead of just being told, oh, everything looks good, see you in a year. Because if something's either a little low or a little high, it might not be a diagnosis, but it might still be affecting you. You know, and if you have a bunch of lows or a bunch of little highs, they can add up. So, for example, say yours and, and my vitamin D levels were the exact same. Say they were both a little low. But both of us might have different different symptoms. One of us might feel fatigued, the other might not. So these mildly low or high levels can affect every person differently. And what is recommended for one person is not always the same for another. You got to take into consideration the entire history. So it's very important to be as comprehensive as you can. And that's how we start with our patients is just as comprehensive as you can. And one of the patients that came in one time uh, she was a little upset because she didn't understand. She called it a battery of testing. Um, and to be honest with you, our least comprehensive analysis is around probably a, close to 100 markers. We're, we're not the type of office to come to and just get one or two blood tests done, at least not initially, because we don't like to miss anything. And the body works as a whole. You know, um, uh, hormones, for example, you got to look at your vitamin D status, cholesterol, liver, and toxins you're being exposed to. Because if those areas are not optimized, your hormones aren't going to be optimized. So you have to get the whole picture first. And um, really, that's that's how you treat the body. You treat it as a whole. Everything works together. Okay, so we do have to cut to a short break. Uh, Don't tune away. We'll be right back. We have a few more minutes left here on an Ask the Experts weekend. 
You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley, Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on Ask the Experts Weekend. This is Dr. Natalie Yaley, and I was your host for this hour. Again, if you missed the show and you want to share it, these radio shows are downloaded on our website and or uh, WHIO's website as well. Um, So just to recap with the show, we talked about how to save money at the grocery store with inflation. It's a hot topic today, this whole inflation thing, and it's a real thing, and people are struggling. Big families. Um, I just hope it doesn't go into the school into the school year um, and affect cost in the cafeterias. And uh, going back to that idea now, like I said earlier, I'm not rushing summer. I love summer. I love I love the heat, but maybe not like it was the past couple of days. Um, but the kids just are so cute in the summer and. Um, you know, you want them to be as healthy as possible when they return to school with all the germs, right? So things that they can start doing right now, and you as well, to optimize immune system for children is to, number one, start them on vitamin D. Um, I'd say pre-kindergarten students um, can take anywhere from 400 units to, I'd say, 1,000 units. So 400 would be for an infant Okay, a thousand um, could be for a, a pre-K or kindergartner. Elementary students can take a little bit more than that. Um, obviously, the most important thing is to get tested first. But vitamin D is very important for the immune system. Very easy to take. Um, for all these recommendations, I use the brand called Child Life. I'm not uh, an ambassador. Uh, I just promote the product because it's easy for my kids to take. <laughs> um, anyways, vitamin C. Uh, children can take 500 milligrams to, if they're in high school, they can take 2,000 milligrams. Um, a multivitamin, typically without iron, unless you get your iron tested. Here again, I like the Child Life brand. It is a liquid, so it's very easy. It's an orange flavor. Uh, probiotics, easy to take, and it will help the immune system by optimizing uh, the healthy gut bacteria because your gut is the first line of defense for your immune system. And then obviously a fish oil supplement. Uh, For fish oil and children, I like the brand Nordic Naturals because it's an orange flavor gummy. But if they can take the the actual pills, that's fine too. There's also liquid forms in there. But fish oil is very good for brain health. Uh, Helps your HDL cholesterol. So those are the top nutrients I would recommend for adults and for children to optimize your immune system. Um, But you need to give them some time to get in the system and build up your status. Vitamin D, vitamin C, a multivitamin, a probiotic, and fish oil. Um, so, yeah, you want to start those probably at least a month before school starts to make sure they're they're healthy when they get back to school. And um, don't rush summer, though, obviously. Uh, anyways, uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy this Father's Day weekend. Enjoy your summer. Take one day at a time. And my new uh, my new sign off that I came up with a couple weeks ago and the show here with and hopefully it um, really encourages you no matter how long getting healthier takes whether it's two weeks two months or two years you can start today 
Hope you guys like that one. Anyways, thanks again for tuning in for this hour. I would love being here with you guys. Uh, hopefully we'll see you in the office soon. Have a great, safe weekend. Happy Father's Day. And um, take care. I'm signing off. Goodbye. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.